Welcome to Bees and Blessing, where I share tips, stories, and encouragement for homeschooling, homemaking, and home life. You can have a thriving homeschool, a maintained home, and hobbies that you enjoy without feeling overwhelmed and overscheduled. It's not about getting everything done, but about doing everything that matters to you. I'm your host, Jasmine Lozano, and I'm so glad that you're here. Why don't you grab a cup of coffee or go for a run, clean out a closet, do a puzzle, do something that gives you life as you join me for a great conversation. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here at the podcast. Um, We're going to jump right in today. I have a tendency to ramble and I am working on being a little bit more concise so that these podcasts can be completed in a reasonable amount of time. Let me know. Do you guys like long podcasts? Do you like short ones? I actually, I love podcasts that are anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour. Um, That's typically, typically because I like to listen to them as I'm on a walk or a run. And so, or if I have to drive, like if I'm going to, um, I I don't live too far from Milwaukee, so if I need to drive like the 30 or 40 minutes to get there, I just like to listen to something that I don't have to keep changing. So let me know, do you guys like the long podcast or the shorter ones? What's like the perfect time time block for for a podcast? But this one is not going to be too long. I wanted to talk to you guys before it gets too far into the new year about preparing for your best year in 2023. You can read this over at beesandblessing.family.blog. But you know, this is a time of year, or maybe I missed it, um, where everyone gets really excited about all the goals that they've put in place, all the things that they want to do for the new year. Um, For me, the whole month of January is kind of that. Like my whole month of January, I'm implementing the new things that I want to or taking away the the old things I don't want anymore. And I'm kind of just feeling my way through how these my goals and my systems are going to work out. So I, I, and I, I actually, I think about goals all year long. Um, I just, I love the start of, of the new year. I love the start of a new month or week or day. Um, and honestly, like I love the start, I time block. So like, you know, my mornings are this, my afternoons are this and, and so forth. And so I even like the start of a new time block. So, you know, I just, I'm always thinking about dreams. I'm always thinking about goals and vision and, and kind of getting done what I want to get done. And so every year, like many people, I put together my hopes and my dreams and and where do I want to go this year? Where do I what do I want to accomplish? What do I want to read? And I do the same thing for our homeschool. I look at um the things that I want to um make sure are highlighted in our homeschool. And there there's so many things that that you can do but but should you, you know, and and so I really just use some time to to sit and reflect and and see what I want my year to look like. I just finished reading a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And it's really caused me to uh, just try to be a little bit more intentional about the systems I have in place to reach my goals. And and the, the kind of the main point of the book is what's the one thing that I can do in this area to get the best results? Um, I'll give you an example for this podcast. The one thing that I can do to get the best results is to batch record. Um, and so many people do this. Um, I typically have kind of been recording like, and this is only the second episode of Bees and Blessing, but my, my podcast prior, I would record like the, the episode, I would try to get it done like Monday or Tuesday and write the blog for it maybe on Wednesday 
and Thursday, get it all scheduled. And, you know, that kind of had me working on it a little bit every day, but I have found that I'm not a very good little bit every day type worker. I tend to really like um, hyper focus on something and I just work, work, work until I get it done. And so I, I know a lot of podcasters will have kind of like a recording day where they sit and they record four, five, six episodes. And that way they always have something in the bank. It's really easy to put together the, the description and to upload it. Like if you're doing it all by yourself, some of them, all they have to do is record and send it off and somebody else does all that. But I'm a, I'm a one man band right now. So, you know, it, the, the administrative side is pretty easy and I can even do some of that stuff while my kids are in school, maybe taking a quiz quietly or doing some independent work. But, you know, um, I, I, I know that the one thing I can do for my podcast and, and to make sure that I get good content out to you guys is to batch record. If I do that, everything else will become so much easier. So that's one of the things I plan to do, you know, and as I think about this for myself, um, I apologize, my cat, is meowing really loud, but I don't edit podcasts. So you have to be quiet. I may have to edit for the first time. She's very vocal. (laughs) So as I think about, you know, my goals for the year and everything I want to do, um, I've been asking myself this question over and over. What is the one thing that will help me to reach these goals? What's the one thing to help me reach my fitness goals or my financial goals? Um, or my, in, in our case, our, my homeschooling goals. And do you even have homeschooling goals? You know, there's a quote that says, the man who chases two rabbits catches neither. You know, that, and it's basically like if you go after too many things or your focus is on too many things, you'll, you'll find that you get nothing done. And so I was on a podcast, actually, um, it was in 2022 um, when it was released. And I talk about on there how I don't set a ton of goals. You know, I hear people, they're like, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, you know, <laughs> and honestly, some of my, my habits and goals have been kind of, kind of been put on autopilot. So, you know, I don't set a ton of individual goals. You know, I do have aspirations in certain areas, but I usually only have maybe three big goals for the year. And Honestly, I usually meet most of them. I usually meet all of them. There's one that's been carrying year to year. I'll share that with you later. But um, I usually meet them because I don't set that many of them. And so I'm not chasing all these rabbits. I have maybe, and there's times where I have intense focus on certain goals. So, you know, I have found that by um, asking myself, what's the one thing um, helps me to center what everything I need to do around that one thing? And so one thing that I do every year, I'm going to tell you now how to have your best year in 2023. One thing that I do every year is I choose a word and this isn't unique to me. Many people do it. And and what I spend some time just, I usually spend the month of January. Sometimes it comes to be November, December, but I just spend some time reflecting and praying what I want that word to be, to guide my year, to center everything around in my year. And if you're not a person who prays, you can just take some time and write down some of your goals, write down some changes you want to see in your life. And it'll help you to think of a word that you can kind of use as your one thing to center everything around. And so my year for this year is unhurried. Um, Just in everything that I do, I want to do it without that rushed feeling. I'm a very, just, I'm a fast talker. Um, this pace that I'm talking right now is actually very slow for me, and I'm I'm being intentional about that. <laughs> but I'm a very fast talker. I'm a fast walker. I'm a fast grocery shopper. I just do everything as if I have somewhere to be, 
And I just, one reason is just, I really don't like to waste time. And I just, I'm just fast. I just, that's what I do. Um, but you know, I, I want I don't want to feel hurried. And sometimes I feel very hurried and rushed. So in like my fitness goals, I'm not in a rush to get to a certain goal. I have these goals, but I'm going to take my time and enjoy the process. In my finances, um, I got a, we got a couple bills we need to pay off this year. Um, we did a really big basement reno last year. So, you know, I want to take my time. I'm not in a rush. Like, in a, we got to eat beans and rice and we, we're going to pay all this stuff. You know, I'm, we're going to pay it. <laughs> we're going to do what we got to do. But we don't have to um, feel rushed about it or hurried, you know? So I, and in my homeschool, I sometimes find myself telling the kids, hurry up, hurry up. You know, like, you know, we have activities at four, like it's 1130 in the morning and I'm already worried about our afternoon activities. And that's not to say that I don't want to be responsible with time. I'm the person, like I'm never late. I'm always, I'm always early. Actually, my volleyball coach used to tell me, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, you're unacceptable. And so I'm always on time and, and, and early, but um, sometimes I get there already feeling rushed. And it's a good thing I'm early because I can use those few minutes to calm myself down. But I want to bring that attitude of unhurried to everything that I do in my housework, in, my, in our schoolwork, um, in my morning routine. Like, yes, I want to have things done in an appropriate amount of time, but I don't want to have that hurried feeling. I remember in 2019 when my word for the year was less. And it's it's very, it's very, that's a very strange word for a lot of people because we're just conditioned to want more. We're conditioned to want better. The ads we see on TV are telling us like our car isn't good enough. Our hair isn't good enough. Our house isn't big enough. And so you really have to kind of fight that if you're not wanting to fall you know, victim to this just pattern of consumerism, but I'm going to get off of that soapbox for a little bit. Uh, but my word was less for 2019. And this year, uh, my kids were going to be going to school in the fall, like full time. So I was really excited, like, yes, they're about to be gone, about to have all this time. So I just started at the beginning of that year, just I started cutting out commitments. I was on a couple of boards and organizations at the kids' school. I was like, I can't do that anymore. I was coaching volleyball for a homeschool league. My kids weren't homeschooled yet, but I guess that was some foreshadowing. But um, I had to tell them that, you know, this this is my last season co- coaching. 2019 season was going to be my last season coaching. Um, I I just really kind of pulled back in my schedule to make sure, like, I was doing less. And then in my home, I started going, like, room by room. And I sold and threw away so much stuff. Like, somebody was coming to our porch almost every day for Facebook Marketplace. And um, I just, I probably got rid of about 50 to 60% of the things in our home. Like, just anything we weren't using or we didn't like, it was gone. And I know my husband's like, are you having a midlife crisis? But I'm like, no, we just need less stuff. We need less stuff. And I didn't know that I was going to need a clutter-free home for 2020 because I was going to start homeschooling. Homeschooling was not even on my radar at this point. But my preparation, you know, I, and I'm a person of prayer. I, you know, this podcast is for everyone. Everyone is welcome here. Um, I am a person of faith and I pray at the beginning of the year and, and that's when I get this word because I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year, but I do believe that God does. And so, you know, when when I choose my word, I don't do it very flippantly. I really take some time to think about it. Um, and so 
I just, I know that choosing this word helps me to center everything I do around it. When my word was less, I can't talk about everything with unhurried yet because I haven't lived it out. But when my word was less, it impacted how I grocery shopped. It impacted um, what I would buy on vacation. When when I go somewhere, like I'm, I'm already, and you'll learn this about me, I'm a very, very frugal person. I mean, I used to cut greeting heart cards. People would give me a greeting card and I would cut the front part off the side that people don't write on. And I would re-give that to people like <laughs> for their birthday or their or Christmas or something. But it was cute. Now, it's kind of my thing. You know, I, I wrap, I would wrap presents and newspaper. Um, I just, I don't like spending a lot of money. And so um, when my word was less, it even influenced just little areas. Like we would go on vacation and I stopped buying souvenirs. One thing I do buy everywhere we go is I get a coffee cup. I am um, I do collect coffee cups. I also collect socks, um, fun socks. But I get one coffee cup wherever we go, and I send myself a postcard from that place. And that's like that's my souvenir. I don't spend more than probably about twenty dollars on myself. Now my kids they're not as <laughs> they're not as streamlined as I am yet, so they they kind of go wild on vacation. But hey, it's okay. Um, but that, that word impacted everything I did. It impacted my schedule, my spending, everything. And I didn't know that it was going to be so instrumental when I started homeschooling my kids. So what is your word? What's a word that you consider around, can center yourself around this year? Maybe it's peace. Maybe you need more peace. Maybe it's, um, debt free. Maybe this is the year that you really need to focus on, um, getting out of debt so you and your family can enjoy, um, you know, some more, you know, expendable income, which I know is hard to think about once you have kids and you're homeschooling, doing all these things. Maybe your word is outside. Maybe you're inside too much and your school is just based, your homeschool is based around the table and, um, and workbooks and inside lessons. Maybe you need to get outside more. Maybe your word is inside. Maybe you need to get inside more and, and, and not be out doing everything all the time and focus a little bit more on the, on the schoolwork side. I don't know what your word should be, but take some time and think about it. I I can tell you that by centering yourself around a word or a goal for the year, it will help you to, to spend, to plan, to teach and to relax around that word, you know, and, and, and what, what could you accomplish this year by focusing on that one thing that will make everything else easier or unnecessary. What can you do in your in your homeschool to make it flow the way you want it to flow? What what can you what's the one thing that you can implement this year? What's the one word that you can center everything around so that your home could function the way you want it to function, that your your health can, your finances can, you know. So if you haven't done so already, I would just take a few minutes. Do it right now after you listen to this and sit down with a piece of paper and a pen or do it in the notes section of your phone and write down what you're looking for in this year. And I guarantee you that you'll see a pattern develop. And that pattern will help you develop that one thing, that one word. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I I can ramble, so I'm going to cut it off right here. If you go over to the blog, I have a couple of my favorite books for this time of year linked where you can, um, that can really help you kind of fine tune what you want to see this year. Um, I have The One Thing by Gary Keller, Atomic Habits by James Clear, probably my favorite book ever, other than the Bible, (laughs) The More of Less by Joshua Becker. That was very instrumental in helping me kind of cut back on clutter back in 2019. But those three books are linked over at the blog. So head over to beesandblessing.com. 
family.blog to kind of get get those resources. Again, thank you for listening listening to this podcast. I would love if you could share it with someone. Um, leave a rating, a review to help others find the podcast. And I just, I hope that you have a fantastic day, evening, week, weekend, <laughs> whenever you're listening to this. I just hope that you have the best time. Um, I do have next week's episode planned and ready to go. Next week, we're going to be talking about the top five things, uh, the top five tips that I have for a beginning homeschooler as a newish homeschooler. Sometimes, you know, we get like all these lists of tips of things we can do and they can be very overwhelming, but I want to give to you the top five things that help me as I was a new homeschooler. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Bees and Blessing. You can read more inspiration and join the email list at beesandblessing.family.blog. And don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, leave a rating and a review to help others find the podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can click the link in the description to choose a one-time or recurring option. Thank you so much again for being here. And remember, start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. You are enough.